There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, hey petty, petty bitches. bitches. How are you? Hi, everybody. We are back. We are live, large, and in charge. <laughs> back it on is, the radio. We are. We're back. We're both back fresh from seeing overseas. We've been all around the world. Well, I wouldn't say fresh. Fresh is a very, fresh is a very, <laughs> we're back, but just fresh is maybe not the right term. Um, I'm still just coming down to earth. I feel like I've been on this like whirlwind tour of, um, <laughs> chicken in a basket tour of Northern Wales. Because <laughs> I feel like I've been on. <laughs> right. Well, let's start with that. You went to Malta. It was Malta Pride. I didn't even know Malta had like a big, like gay scene. D- does it? I'm not even going to lie to you. Okay. I didn't even know where Malta was on the map. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Where is it? Let's start with Davina's geography lesson. Where is it on the map? So, you know, the boot of Italy. Yeah. So it's like where Sicily is. Sicily is like the, the, the kind of biggish island um, in the Mediterranean. It's right under that. And it's tiny. So if you're on Google Maps, you have to kind of really zoom in. (laughs) So it's, it's really small, but it's actually beautiful. I have to say, and I would definitely go back. It was a total flying trip. Um, It was very quick. I would have liked another couple of days for sure. And especially because we had to get a connecting flight. So uh-huh. it wasn't just like, you know, it wasn't just a direct flight, which that would have made things way easier. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the, it was fine, like flying and stuff like that was actually grand, but it was just, it felt like a long way to go uh, for just, just a couple of days. But yeah, it was great all the same. I love how you described it using fashion straight away. You were like, you know, the boot of Italy. Now, are we talking a Penny's mm. boot here? Are we talking a Gucci boot? Are we talking straight off AliExpress? Talking like the, the emoji boot from the iPhones. You know, one of those oh. boots? With a little, yeah, like, yeah. A little a chunky, clunky heel? Yeah, that's a, that's a fuck those. me pump. If I've ever seen a fuck me pump, it's that emoji. Um, no, is it- not the brown boot. Not the brown boot. It's not definitely not a fuck me boot. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, be a fuck it out boot. It's actually, it's like <laughs> disgusting. It's like a brown boot with laces. It's, let dare be said, it's a lesbian boot. Let's be for real. Oh. <laughs> it's a lesbian boot or it's definitely a boot you'd wear to electric picnic. One or the other. 
Well, speaking of lesbians, was there many like gay people at this pride or what's the vibe of it? Do you know, it was so funny. So when we landed, we got there on Friday and first off, we got off the plane and I, I, I kid you not, the actual heat that hit us when we stepped off that plane was literally like a dead, dead heat. Like, like I've never experienced before. And we've been to like Fire Island. We've been to... We went to lots of hot places, but this was like a different kind of heat. There was just no air. I kept saying, how am I supposed to breathe in no air? (laughs) (laughs) So we started this, um, we started this game over the holiday because it was like myself, there was Miza, Pixie Woo, Sophia, Stephen Dowling and the Chantelli Perezzi. So we were all together and we just kept saying, right, so let's say we have to just keep saying lyrics of songs, but in relation to the situation that is going on. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we, so you had to say, but you had to say it in a really dead tone, so it, like people thought you were actually having a conversation. Um, so certain people were better at this game than others. Oh, uh, poor Sophia! Don't do her dirty like no, that. No, she actually was okay. She was actually oh. okay. Sophia's good with the L music, and let's face it, she's a lot of songs under her belt. So <laughs> she was, she was actually okay. There was other people that weren't so great that actually didn't even just take part at all. And uh, yeah, so that was quite fun. Uh, but it was a very dead heat and then looking around like we had to go do the sound check on the Friday and I was like it's very quiet around it was very Mm. quiet I was looking around I was thinking uh, and there was like so we walked over to, to do our sound check and there was like drag queens performing on the stage like in full drag and I had asked these queens that hadn't been mailing me they were saying oh we're so happy to meet we're so excited to meet you blah, 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 before we get over there and I said is there anything to do like any any shows to see while we're there because I would like to see a little bit of drag mm-hmm. and they were like no there's nothing really going on and when we walked over there was a full blown show happening on the stage so I was like what is this and I said who are these people mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, and they were like oh they're the Saturday they do Saturday shows or something and what's other uh, scum like so they don't deserve a mention like yeah well I, that's what I was kind of it was just very confusing but then I realised uh, so there was this like um, larger queen let's just say mm-hmm. called Crushed Velvet was her name oh I, what a great name though love the name great name <laughs> <laughs> now wait to see all the listeners are going to be going onto Instagram right now and be like crushed velvet trying to find her and instead they'll be coming up with like every single person who thinks that they're Mrs. Hinch with a grey sofa do you know what I mean <laughs> literally uh, so, so she was on giving it socks she was performing and then there was another there was a drag king on doing a bit of grease lightning and there was nobody really kind of around. Like it was maybe 30 people kind of watching from a distance. You know, it was like, it was in the main square. And then I realised that they were actually doing a run through. They were actually doing a dress rehearsal for their show on the Saturday, on the Sunday night or the Saturday night that we were doing. With makeup. So I was like, with makeup and full wigs, everything. And we just rocked up there like in our tracksuits ready to go. We were like, and we weren't even there to, to rehearse. We were like, we're not running through this whole show. Our whole show was like an hour. I was like, yeah. we're not going through this whole show. And they were like wanting you to perform out of drag on this stage, open air. Like, Did the organisers want that? The organizers yeah. were before. I uh, hear. Yeah. So I said, listen, and I could see the, like, Pixie Will in particular was like, no, I'm not performing on that stage. No. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> and I said, listen, we just have to go on stage, make sure the sound is okay. And I was taking no prisoners at this stage. I was like, I was Mammy on the holiday. Okay. So I was like, I was Chris Jenner on the holiday. I was like, okay, <laughs> Kim and Chloe sit down. It'll be okay. Um, so I got up on stage and I was like, yeah, that song is fine. Next song, just like make sure that all the tracks were in order. Uh-huh. Um, but they were expecting us to do a full 
boy drag review. Like, it no. was actually fucking hilarious. No. No. Okay. I mean, no wonder the girls had a face on. Now, uh, speaking of a face on, I did see the videos live from the parade. I have a couple mm-hmm. of questions. I'm going to start with the facts. At one point, <laughs> I was in America looking at you all melting and thinking, I felt like going, Andrea, Andrea, are you okay? Should I call an ambulance, Andrea? Do you need an ambulance? <laughs> How hot was uh, it? Okay, so full disclosure, uh, we went out and we had a few drinks on the Friday night and we went a little book wild with the backup dancers in the jacuzzi. It went a little bit wild. I'm familiar. We had a B-A-L-L-Z. We had a balls and uh, we stayed up all night. We were shimmying and shaking till all hours. And then we were like, we called it a day about maybe six or two. Like, right, we've got to go to bed. I so, mean, I don't think that's a day. I think that's more a day and a half. So let's be no, real. No, that's a day. That's I called a day. It. I called it a day and a half at 6am. Yeah, that's a day. That's, that is actually, that's, that's a half day, girl. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to bed at 6.30, that's a half day. Like okay. if you're up till nine, that's a full day. That's a full shift. So, uh, you know, so we all went back to bed and of course everyone's sharing a room. It's really hot. Like everyone's roasted alive. So then like no one's really sleeping that well. No one's having like any kind of quality sleep. And then we all wake up. Everyone is fucking exhausted. You know I mean? Exhausted. But the good thing about Malta Pride is it didn't start till five o'clock in the evening. Oh, so that no. was pretty good. Yeah. So that's gay rights. Like, I mean, mm. none of this fucking Ireland starting at like, what time did we start this year? 10? 11. 11. We had to be there at 11 o'clock. And I have to say the heat was just like the heat if we had done that earlier in the day people, like people would have died of heat stroke for sure okay uh, but yeah so we we all got ready and there was a few cranky heads I'm not gonna lie there was a few cranky heads uh, when we get ready and there was a there's a lot of silent drag looks oh god I know exactly kill me now exactly kill me well, now drag looks it's kind of like twins you know the way twins can talk to each other without actually talking at all that's that telepathy telepathy yeah. and it's like literally just like kill me now I want to die and uh, me and Pixie were, were ready the first and Chantelle of course and we went down to the lobby and Pixie's like oh no oh no she's just like I need a drink I need a drink and we couldn't get a drink though. the hotel we were in this five star hotel it was very plush but mm-hmm. one of these places you need to have a table they need to seat you we wanted Ugh. to run up to the bar and do a shot yeah. and there was just like no like no kind of it was classy joint so there was mm-hmm. none of that I mean, now that's when I would have looked for the Listerine because there is alcohol content in her. Do you know what I mean? No. Swallow I said, her down. Oh, I said, come on, bitch. I said, quick, let's just, so me and Pixie ran off through the hotel, <laughs> up to my room. I poured like a vicious pride drink and the two of us literally just stood there in silence and sculled <laughs> the drink. <laughs> and she nearly started crying after because it was so bitter. Like it was just like so pungent. So two of us, and I said, suck it up, girl. Come on, suck it up. I was like, we can do <laughs> so we just got it together and then we went back down to and we were actually fine like when, when we got started it was fine but uh, we walked down to the parade and I have to say like Malta the people who, who hired us and booked us were lovely and everyone who we encountered was really nice but in general the overall consensus from Malta I kind of got a bit of a homophobic vibe Ooh. I didn't get a very welcoming of the pride vibe to Malta do you know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, just, I was expecting a little bit more of a kind of celebration. It was almost like, so we went down to where the parade was kind of going to kick off. We were half an hour early. So we said, come on, girls, let's go for a drink. We found this little bar. Mm-hmm. Nobody would even look at us. Nobody would serve Ooh. us. Nobody. It was really, it was like, I haven't, I haven't felt like that in like a long time. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. it was like, we didn't exist. It was bizarre. And it was wow. just because they were so uncomfortable. 
Mm-hmm. And we weren't letting them. I was like, excuse me. I was like, can we order drinks, please? You know, yeah. I was like, top of the table. Uh-huh. So this woman eventually then came over when she was like, real, I'm not afraid of you. You know, this kind of attitude. <laughs> it was that kind of, it was that mentality. So we got our drinks and then we went and we got onto the flow and it was boiling hot. I mean, boiling hot. Yeah, you like, all look like a bag of boiled the bag rice at one point. It, it just started to get hotter and hotter. And it was like, you know, like Pixie was in like a bra and like a tool skirt, which was like hardly any clothes. And she was melting. Uh-huh. I was in fucking like a glass dress that I was like, I don't know what I was fucking thinking wearing that. <laughs> um, but it was like, I was actually surprisingly out of everybody probably holding up the best well okay let's be real i don't know what your makeup secrets are and i'm sure you'll share them for a chemist at some point however (laughs) (laughs) your makeup doesn't really budge you're not one of the girls that like the makeup moves you know if if my makeup is budging there's an issue yeah There's an issue Like if, if if it's my makeup moving Anyone else's Everyone else looks like Fucking melted candles And I'm yeah. like I'm I'm like a slow burning candle uh-huh, I'm like the uh-huh. black flame candle So So I was doing kind of alright But still internally I felt like I was being like Literally ravaged How was um, Mizza? I need I need specific Mizza Because like She wears a breastplate And she's got um, I'd, I should not mind me saying this She's got an extreme Sway top lip Like that lip is Like the Crumlin swimming pool to certain times okay so she did she she had left her titties uh on the bed <laughs> she left her titties on the bed because she uh because i was we were all warning her we're like you're gonna die and thank god yeah. she didn't wear them she actually she would have like literally keeled over like in the serengeti like she would have just dropped dead like like it would have been horrific so she was actually she just kept it all well she was no sophia hearty sophia's actually it's gonna say on her uh grave gravestone it's gonna say I guess it's very warm, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> all she says is, oh, geez, it's fucking roasting, isn't it? That's so, Sophia says that about 40 times a day. And so, uh, so it was that kind of, it's that kind of party. But uh, because we were on the float, we were trying to stay positive. So we weren't really saying that. We were just kind of going, listen, everyone's fucked. So let's just kind of all get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were on this float and the float was, to describe it, the float was being pulled by a tractor. Mm-hmm. That was being disguised as uh, Well it was the tractor disguised as a float So it was like <laughs> This really old Proper like you know like old style Like you know Tractor And there was a man driving Who didn't speak any English He oh. was like Probably in his like late 30s But looked like Probably about 50 Yeah And yeah. Uh, He was drinking He was drinking beer While, while driving the float <laughs> Wait 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 Now pause for a second One thing's first they really said the Irish girls are coming. We're going to stick them on a tractor in this fucking parade. Yeah. Secondly, he was drinking. Was there booze on the float? What was the what was the booze yeah, scenario? Yeah, there was booze. There was booze on the float. But of course, as usual, there was beers. There was beers mm. and there was water. So that wasn't going to cut it. So we went and we bought sneaky bottles of wine because we were like, that's not just not going to cut it. So there was like, you can't really buy alcohol pops and stuff. It was it, there was no off license per se. So we were like, ran into a restaurant. We were like. Three bottles of wine. Yeah. So that kind of got us through. But, but the ice was just melting so quick. So by the end, by like not even halfway through, the wine was warm wine. So it was disgusting. So oh God. by that stage, I was just like, get me off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, like we had the tractor was one of, but we had this big kind of um, like flow kind of like a, a big 
backtrack thing, big trailer kind of thing, which was actually mm-hmm. perfect. But as the, tr- the the parade starts on like a hill, all the hills and streets are really narrow in Valletta, and it's like really narrow, really um downhill. So, so you like were, it's you were going down, but walking for, back up is a nightmare. You were scoping for our really next bus slow. tour, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Going slow, going low. And I just said to Chantel, I said, like, wouldn't it be fucking gas? I said, if he lost control of this tractor and fucking plow through all those people, right? <laughs> and we kind of just chuckled because it was that kind of like, you got the feeling that like somebody was like, you know, break off, break off. It was like moving so slow and it was kind of jerky. And I just, it's fuck, it kind of felt like it was a disaster waiting to happen. I swear to God, no word of a lie. Like two minutes later, Next thing, all you hear is, oh, oh, he's lost control of the flow. <laughs> the f- and I said, oh my God, oh my God. Because so like, I was like, I fucking have a premonition. He plowed through. There was like, you know, like the walk and dike grand gang or something were like right in front of him. You know, they were walking. They had their like, you know, they were like a walk and march and thing. And they had their uh, flow, um, you know, the banner thing. He crashed through the banner thing. This oh woman goes, God. oh, hell. I was like, oh my God, he's, and I just, he was grabbing the truck, trying to, and I honestly thought the police are trying, the police came out, the police were trying to push the, trying to, like it was chaos. And I just thought he's going to, I could see a disaster happening and I was half howling and half going, oh my God, this is terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it stopped, then it stopped. And then he was screaming and carrying on. And I just thought they're going to, they're going to cancel this float. They're going to tell us to get off. Yeah. Yeah. but now they were like, okay. And he said that was because the police told him to go, but it was, it wasn't. He just fucking, he, they were moving too slow for him and he, he ran through them. That's exactly what happened. Cause I saw. <laughs> That's because Chant- Chantel was like, no, he didn't. I was like, no, he fucking did. I saw him. I wanted him to run through them as well because we're going very slow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I kept saying, oh my God. And, the, the DJ was like, what? I'm not comfortable. She's like, I'm not comfortable going on. It's not safe. And I said, somebody died. Somebody died. She was like, she's like, what? I was like, yes, yeah, somebody died. And she's like, who? And I said, Queen Elizabeth, she died. <laughs> and they were like, oh, fuck off. So there was all that kind of chaos of like the madness. And uh, this was all happening before we even got to do the show. Like, so oh, it girl. was... It, it looked wild. like a long day. It, it looks. Lo- oh my god! Can I just say also as well? So the the pride parade, right itself. So I'm just going to say, just give you a context. I'd say it was probably like going from. Let me see. Probably like going from. Uh, let me see. From College Green mm-hmm. to, you know, maybe like up Grafton Street and stopping kind of just before the Shelburne Hotel. Okay. So nowhere at all, really. Nowhere. And it took two and a half hours. How? Two and a half hours. Because we drove so slow. I was like, and in that heat, like there was water dripping off our chin at one point. Were you waving? Because like I start like Dublin Pride Parade, kind of, you know, full of spirit and like, you know, waving at everyone. And then by the Mm. time we get to Liberty Theatre, something has died within me. And I'm like, I can't even look at someone. You would have hung yourself on this float. You would have have actually, you would have got an old pair of tights and you would have hung yourself because you would have been that depressed. It was, uh, no, we went through way, like it ebbed and flowed. It was very long. It was just very long. Hell. It was actually oh. really fun, but it was really long. And then it's going to just say I was on the float and this woman came over with like out of McDonald's and they gave us like okay. McDonald's, the staff came out and they were like giving, offering us up chicken burgers and stuff like that, which was because it was, we were, needed to be fed. We're on that long. 
Yeah. And uh, this man opens a box of nuggets, like 20 nuggets. So I just, I could reach the nuggets. I took them, right? <laughs> took a nugget. And then I thought, fuck this. I'm going to take another one. Took another nugget. Girl, I swear to God, these nuggets must have been cooked in a volcano. They were literally like <laughs> taking two bites of like hot lava. They literally scorched. I've never had, have you ever had a hot nugget in your life? Never. <laughs> I don't These think I've ever been, had one, no. No, they were literally like, I mean, they burned the mouth off me. I was like, oh, 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 right? And Stephen Dowler was inside me. He goes, what? And then I said, no, kids. And he's like, oh my God, Davina, I can feel the heat from your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they were so hot. They literally, I was like a fire-breathing dragon. It was literally like, who, like two seconds later and I, like, I would have been able to like literally set Philetta on fire with like how hot those nuggets were. I am so, yeah. fucking howling, like, because I know yeah. you'd be eyeing up the nuggets thinking, okay, they're really easy to slip mm. in the mouth without ruining the lipstick. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just Eat have one whole. or two. And, like, as soon as I heard McDonald's were bringing out the treats, I was like, well, this sounds like the best pride ever, to be honest. However, mm. they were trying to get you. Homophobic yeah. McDonald's, that's oh. who they were. So fun. And then we did our show that night, which went really well. We met, like, lots of local kind of drag. Uh, which was fun like and the hotel was amazing they put us up in this gorgeous hotel the Phoenicia so if you're ever going to Malta do check it out it's actually gorgeous okay like it's fab so yeah nice. so that was it and then, we, and then we just we chilled on Sunday and then came back but it was very quick I would have liked another couple of days Um, yeah it was good crack and we all had a ball I think love it okay well my, my burning uh, question to wrap this one up is what was your favourite Maltese dish that you ate while you were there um Oh, we went to this place called Eddie and Regina's oh. <laughs> for a slide. Yeah. <laughs> and Chantel had the rabbit. Are you serious? Yeah, she had rabbit. They're all about they're all about rabbit in Maltese in Malta. Uh, so she had the rabbit, but I I'd had that before. But um, no, I just I I actually kept it very classy. Now I had some red snapper that was quite delicious. And uh, yeah, it was all very. Okay, well, I was fully lady. trolling you, girl. I was expecting you to say, "Yeah, we had it. We had a cheese pizza." I know. Yeah, I, I was going to. I was. I was going to give you that, and I said, "No, we were actually very classy ladies on this trip. <laughs> we did nothing but five star drinks by the pool. We had red snapper for dinner. Chantelle had a bit of rabbit, and I <laughs> okay. had those two burning hot nuggets on the fucking floor. <laughs> and <laughs> the that burning was hot it. nuggets of death. I'll never forget them as long as I live. <laughs> <laughs> they were like it. booby nuggets. They were like, <laughs> you know, like nuggets that explode in your mouth. Yeah. Like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I had a little bit of FOMO watching this. It was fun. But the same time I was in America, I'm literally just back. I can't stay awake. I, I was, I've been sleeping nonstop. I'm just wrecked. But um, I went to New York, Detroit and Chicago. And do you know what? The first thing that I really kind of noticed was I felt really safe being a gay now not safe in america because it like i have to say going to america this time it was on my mind about like how mad the place is like a little bit more than than ever but like being a gay like walking down the street nobody gives a fuck they're so all wrapped up in what whatever they're doing walking down the street what were you doing like either with like Like having my, anal sex walking down the street. Like what were you doing? <laughs> well, like even just holding hands with like my boyfriend and walking down the street. Nobody was looking. Like not one person. Whereas like in Ireland, it all like 
I always feel like if I ever do it, I'm more thinking about people's reactions half the time. And, you know, I get people's reactions. I see, I see them, like I clock them. Nobody in America gives a fuck at all. Like they don't care. There's people walking around in whatever the fuck they want to wear. Like, okay, obviously I was in major cities. So firstly, that's that's a big thing. Do you know what I mean? But even in Detroit, Detroit, by the way, is a very strange city. Like half it is like, like abandoned because they got the number one crime rate in America. I think that's kind of changed because basically Ford cars used to be built there. And Mm -hmm. then everyone started buying cheaper cars from like uh, Japan and other places and all those factories closed. So houses, hospitals, buildings are all lying, just empty, like abandoned. I mean, a hospital that is bigger than like 20 Georges we drove past and it was completely empty and it was a beautiful building however detroit full of fucking gays we were actually having a cocktail and I, like i didn't know who this person is hands up but uh, my friend russell clocked that this original um model called uh bethan hardison was at the bar now she was maybe in her 70s best friends with naomi uh, a man like all from that like era and he was nearly fucking dying she was there for the like launch of the gucci thing he was straight over giving her a hug and i was thinking god she's in her 70s she's probably still thinking about COVID, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, like all in all, like New York was so amazing. I got to see Harry Styles. Are you a, a styler? Am I a Harry Styler? Yeah. No, I'm nearly 40 years old. Why would I be a Harry Styler? <laughs> no, and it's Scarlet for you if you are as well. <laughs> <laughs> not you blowing your age cover as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not hiding any of my age. Look at my face. I am fucking stunning for fucking 40 years of age. <laughs> I w- I'm going to keep saying this until fucking until the wrinkles are fucking blowing out my face. I'm like Aaron McGregor, easily fifty two. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck that! No fucking way! I'll say what I want. I'll fucking I am no. This face is not ashamed of its age at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, bitch. Good for you. Well, anyway, I went. <laughs> you to can see- hide the shadows all you want, bitch. <laughs> I went to see Harry Styles in Madison Square Gardens, which was fucking amazing. But how anyone affords to live in New York, I've no idea. Yeah, it it's very costs, expensive, isn't it? Just to stand at a stoplight, it feels like they're charging you $100. Um, my favorite, though, is, girl, the drag in New York is just so fun. Like, so, so fun. There's so much, like, literally, you know the way we joke about drag uh, being, like, at this point, they'd start a show in your back, especially a brunch. They'd literally oh, yeah. be like, oh, you're stopping still. Can we do a brunch show in your back? Well, like, New York literally has so much different type of drag. I went, uh, I text Bootsy LaFerris, which anyone that, like, watched our online shows will know Bootsy. And her immediate reply was, hey, slut. And I was like, Bootsy is one of the girls. Like she was <laughs> straight went in to see. Uh, I caught the end of her show. She was up at the bar. She was getting the shots in. She was like, no, no, put your money away. And I was like, okay, Bootsy's got it like sorted here. Went to see Shaquita. I'm actually so excited to go back to New York for two reasons. One, to go and see drag shows with you. And two, we have to do a drag show in New York. I said it to Bootsy. She's going to sort it up. Uh, 
we are doing drag in New York. So any of our New York listeners, for instance, if you're like, look, look at me sounding like we've got thousands of New York listeners. But <laughs> <laughs> anyone that's in New York who's Irish and relocated or like happened to stumble across us along the way, um, I will post info about that because it has to happen. I like I was well, we're going yearning. to the biggest drag the, we're going to the biggest drag show of all Bravo Con. <laughs> <So, like, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> all the headside um, drag queens are gonna be there. Uh, like I am yearning to grab uh, Luann in a headlock and literally just be like, come on, we're getting a photo like you and Jess Glynn. That is going to be, once I see Luann, <laughs> I'm going to get her in a headlock until she takes a selfie with us. Um, but also, because I know you like a bit of musicals, I went to see Moulin Rouge. Girl, oh, there was yeah, no was stars it in it. No stars. And I kind of nearly prefer when there's no stars because I feel like it's all action, no filler. Um, no, it was well, most, amazing. Most of the shows that come here have no stars. And it's just more about if the show is good, it's good. And was the show yeah. good? Because I heard, I heard very mixed reviews about that. Loved it. It was epic. Firstly, it's, I think they call it like a jukebox show. And yes. um, so it's all songs that you know. And sometimes that can be a bit cringe, but mm-hmm. this was killer. Like, absolutely killer. Didn't like the male lead. I think you would have, you probably would have fancied him. He was very tall, but he, he just okay. reminded me of like a Disney prince. He was a little bit oh, like, yeah. hi, how's it going? Like, real, like, over animated. Mm. Right. Anyway. And tell me this. A long story. Um, Go on. Tell me this, would you go see it again? A hundred percent, like a hundred percent. It was that good, but only because I paid $50 on today ticks. I got the old bargain. Oh, very good. I, I told mm. you that, that's a great little, that's a great little site. Um, um, and so, yeah, so all in all, you had a, a fab trip. We're going back next Amazing month. trip. Mm-hmm. We are going to go to see Brian Rocon. Uh, go on. One. Oh no, that, um, that's it. I listen. I wrapped up the trip with seeing um, our uh, let's say ex bestie April Showers. Uh, she oh. drove all the way from St. Louis to see me in Chicago. She drove all night. <laughs> she drove all night, and I was fucking in a ditch at that point. I've been drinking for two and a half weeks straight, so I was like, "Hi, half dead." Um, but it was really fun, and I can't wait to go back to New York with you and just like absolutely tear up the town and have um, an actual real good time. <laughs> oh, Oh, you bitch, you bitch, you bitch. Um, and tell me this, um, but the one thing we have to talk about, I'm sorry, is last Thursday. Go on. Queenie I.O. popped her clogs. I know. I mean, there's the quite a died. lot to talk about. Like, I mean, <sighs> firstly, I mean, like some of the UK press are like already trying to spin it that Harry and Meghan gave her such a hard life that like, you know, it ended her life early. Girl, she was what, like 96? She was one foot out the door already. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, How did you feel when you heard the news? I, I didn't. It, I, you didn't hear you didn't hear the news no I did but I didn't have like any particular feeling I was like the woman was really old like for someone who's put that much time into service I was glad she got what was it the silver jubilee moment that she like had that even though mm. I know she wasn't well enough to attend she got like, yeah she got things. platinum jubilee oh right okay she what is that like is that the, is that like the more expensive version on AliExpress or 70 years oh 70 70 years yeah okay like, um, I have to say, when I heard she was gone, like, I actually, I was really shook. I was actually oh, yeah. like, yeah, I was more than I thought. And do you know why I think it was? It's because 
Um, cause, and I actually hate when people are like, oh, you know, we're Irish and blah, blah. Yeah, I get all that. I know all that. But okay. it's like, the one thing that always sticks with me personally is because she was the same age as my granny. And they okay. had like the same birthday. And... And my granny always kind of hated her. <laughs> my granny oh. was always like, always kind of like, they were like always these weird, like, you know, she was like rivals, like growing up, but even though they had the same kind of style mm-hmm. and all through the years, my granny would be like, oh my God, she farts and they have a doctor coming out to her. <laughs> like oh all this my God. Shit. And, and my granny, like, I don't know. I feel like, because it was always like every time she'd have a birthday or whatever, it was like my granny would have been that age. And I always yeah. felt like her and Philip were like my granny and granddad were always together like that. And then, um, I don't know, it just it made me feel like, and it was something about my granny and granddad that were like always so constant in my life and so kind of steady and they were mm-hmm. always there. And I, that just, for me, it was nothing to do with English. It was nothing to do with the country. Yeah. It was nothing to do with the UK. It was nothing to do with the English thing. It was just to do with the fact that, that something was so constant. And she was, I didn't know my life before, before, mm-hmm. like you didn't know your life without the Queen in it. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, And we've, funny. whether we like it or not, we've kind of just, we've kind of lived through it all. But, um, I mean, yeah, there was some just, choice it, me, articles. Like, did you oh, see yeah. that? I didn't really read any of the articles. Okay, because like there was one where what? it's like how Queen Elizabeth won over the Irish by wearing green on her like state visit here. I know. It was like, <laughs> girl, like, like all that stuff is just like all that stuff is just trying to fucking fill media shit. It's just like who gives a shit? Yeah. All that stuff is crap. It yeah. just I just felt like it kind of opened a bit of a wound for me. I was just like I really missed my granny. I really yeah. missed. That's what it brought brought up for me. It made me really sad thinking about my granny. That's all it was really about, Mm -hmm. to to be honest. And even though, like, she's like the granny of the nation, you know, that kind of way. Mm -hmm. And whether, like, she's, I know she's super privileged and, you know, the the Commonwealth and all that kind of stuff. But just on a human level, I was just like, it just hit me. That's all. Yeah. I can't say it made me feel any particular way at all. Like, I, I feel for people who are, like, really sad about it. And, like, let's face it, a family have lost their grandmother and their mother. So, obviously, they're going to be very upset. But I'm more fascinated in how things are going post the Queen. Like, I'm glued. Yeah. You know, uh, Kate and Meghan, Harry and William out looking at flowers. Firstly, like... Not to talk about like weight and stuff, but also Kate looks very frail. She's tiny and Megan is thinner. Is she? Megan Megan has like teeny tiny skinny legs, literally like oh. twiglet legs. Yeah. Like Kate actually does yoga and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. So Kate is actually very toned and slim and Megan is very, very, very thin. And she's shorter as well, so she's smaller frame. And which one of it um which one of them is it that does the pegging? Oh, I'd say it's definitely Megan. <laughs> no, it's not. Have you not heard the story that like is on Twitter? I don't believe any of that. I don't believe any of that. I mean, it's alleged that William is into getting pegged. That's fucking bullshit. Like, come on. <laughs> I, you know what? I've never wanted to believe a story more. And I'm like, yeah, make him king now. If that's what he's into, love that. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I find it so fascinating that it's just like, you know, the queen is dead, long live the king. It's like he just becomes king instantly. I know. It's like, it's like you don't really get to grieve for your mother. It's so bizarre. And then doing all these weird, you know, this tour of Northern Ireland, tour of this tour of Scotland, you're like, w- like, when do you kind of sit and have a cry? Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Or do you cry? 
I, do, I mean, I don't know. Like, like there's already a lot of videos of him looking like an angry man. Do you know what I mean? Have you seen? He's 73 any- years old. Imagine being 73 and being like wheeled out around the country when you're actually like having to walk. Even today, they're walking from Buckingham Palace to like Westminster. Like, that's like, that's a good stretch. Do you know what I mean? For a 73 year old, you'd be like, your knees would be killing you. Like, <laughs> Uh, maybe he's just trying like, to get his steps up. I, I don't know. I, like, I, I'm fascinated. I feel that, like, there's definitely going to be an element of people not wanting him to succeed. People don't really like him. And then the opposite, I saw a headline where someone called him the Queen of, sorry, the King of Hearts. And I'm like, mm, that's a bit tone deaf considering, I you know, you what people call Diana. If I was king, I, the first thing I'd call in would be... Right, I'm not walking anywhere. So, so I'd be like, so I'd be like, where is my scooter? Or I would be like, I wouldn't be walking anywhere. I'd just be like, no. So you can rearrange all your plans. I'm not walking anywhere. Yeah, but so, let's face it, you're not going to be king. There's the more chance thing. of you being queen consort because shout out to all the side chicks. Davina, you've got your new mascot. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, don't even start. Don't even start. This week is not the week for that conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, come here. Also, nobody's talking about Princess Anne. Not one person I've seen mention Princess Anne. I'm like, why oh, does nobody I, care? She's my favorite royal. Do you know that? She's my favorite royal because she's she's, yeah. she's like she's kind of like real dry, and she'd also fucking lynch you. I'd say she'd kill you. She'd eat the head off you, and I'd say she's a bit of crack as well. No mess, no stress. Oh. Definitely. I'd say she is the party girl. I'd say she has swung out of those chandeliers at some point. Oh, I wouldn't in the say palace. she's a party girl. Um, I'd say she's fucking I'd say she's all business, but like I'd be I'd be there for it. I'd say she get things done now. No messing with Anne. Anne the man, if she can do it, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well maybe we'll talk about a little bit more about this because there's still so much um, okay. about the Queen on our Don't Patreon episode. Yes. I also have a load of juicy topics for our Patreon this week. Everything from the okay. Emmys to Angelica Ross is now in Chicago on the on uh Broadway. Um we the, we sorry, we have to talk about Changela on Dancing with the Stars and so much more, okay. including a woman who gave birth to twins with two different dads so if you want a whole lot more oh, gossip head over to our patreon patreon.com forward slash little things pod let's do a quick shout out to a patreon member patreon. Uh, who's our patreon this week our patreon kira. Week. pets win prizes oh kira pets win prizes kira <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here is our Patreon. Here is... 
Kira is a King a King Charles Spaniel. She is. <laughs> <laughs> Where know, is Kira, Kira coming in from? Kira went for the Queen Consort level, which is oh, a lovely commitment. Uh, no, just say it Thanks, Kira, for supporting us. We appreciate everyone. Even if you are just enjoying the podcast and want to uh, support it, you can go and check it on, or you can grab a ton of extra content over there. Fabulous. Uh, join us after the short little break where we will be doing our toxic traits. Okay, so we're back. Davina came up with this little idea and it is toxic traits. Now, I'm not saying that me and Davina are toxic, but this is a topic that we are very good at talking about. Um, We did a little reach out to all of you all to see what you hate in terms of toxic traits about other people Mm. and also what toxic traits you think you potentially have. Davina, I'm going to start with you. What do you think your toxic trait is? Um, my toxic trait that I really feel like that I wish I, I didn't is like I want everything yesterday. <laughs> so oh my god, like, that's mine! That is so mine! Yeah, I, I want everything. It's yeah, but I want everything. It's like if I ask a question, I feel like I should have the answer like right now, and it's yeah. like that. I I hate that because you just need to chill a bit. But it's yeah. like it it drives me it drives me nuts about myself. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you are you you can be patient, but in that respect, no, you need all the info. You need it straight away. I know that um, about you. Um, and if I had to do, an, if I had to say another one, one thing I also hate as well is that if I have something in my head of how I want something to look, mm-hmm. I need it to look like that. And you know, some people be like, "Oh, it's grand." I'm like, "No, it's not grand. It's yeah. not grand. It needs to look like this." And yeah. it could be something really subtle, but it's like that nobody else would even notice. But I'm like, and it would, it would turn my world upside down. I'd be like, no, I need it to look like that for me. I think that's more your um, inner saboteur, to be honest, because I think that can take the best out of you sometimes. If you're not happy with a particular detail on something, you're like, well, no, it's shit. It's shit. That's it. It's shit. Yeah. Like, 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 honestly, you love a theme, but also I think a theme is quite stressful for you as well because you need it to be so on the money. Well, I just need it to be to be the theme I hate when someone's like oh this is the theme we're gonna do Halloween witches and then no one's wearing witches hats I'm like no everyone has to wear a witches hat do you know what yeah. I mean it's like I just hate if like people say I'm do- oh, do you know what drives me fucking nuts fucking nuts come on we're all gonna wear a colour let's all wear a block colour we're all gonna wear a block mm-hmm. colour cut to some bitch wearing fucking block colour and black block colour and green block colour and fucking red it's a block colour one fucking colour one colour Like solo one colour Shoes same colour The outfit one colour One fucking colour Accessories yeah. one colour Just one colour Okay <laughs> That's That drives me Fucking nuts It had some for ages Like Why do you Because you know what that is That's about someone Trying to hijack it To suit themselves Yeah 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 and Don't try and hijack something That where it actually Looks so good Do you know what I mean I think as well, it can sometimes be uh, like people want to pull attention sometimes as well. So they want that little extra pizzazz. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the situations where you're like, literally we're downstairs and we're like, listen, I have this red and black dress or I have this orange and fucking like that's, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that's really pre-planned. You're like, everyone knows we have to wear this one color. And there's always some fucker that just is trying to suit themselves. It's like, yeah. And if I can turn around and actually play the game and do the theme, why can't you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate yeah. that. That drives me nuts. So yeah, that I is my toxic trait. Was gonna say impatience, but thinking about it a little bit more, potentially my toxic trait is that I 
don't think that people can do something as well as I could do it. So if I have to get something done, I am bad at like letting other people do things. Do you know what I mean? That's probably the truth though. (laughs) I mean, maybe, but also how are people ever going to get good at doing something if I don't? Because they're never going to be good at it. Because they're never going to be good at it. No, because that's the reality. Like that's, that, I feel like that about certain things as well. It's like, I don't want to hand over control to somebody to do, to do stuff. Like, I'm not talking about you, but there's other people that's like, I know that other people just can never do that. They just can never do it. They're yeah. not able to do it. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I just, I, I, I don't like it. It's not a good trait, but it's, I don't think it's a, it's a bad one. As such. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I like, I sometimes think that life would be a lot easier if I let other people do things, but I just like, I just won't stop thinking about it. And I'll be like, no, they're not doing it right. That's not how this is supposed to be done. And they know mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be done. Like, and then I get angry, um, which actually is weirdly, um, maybe one of the things you know during the like the lockdowns and stuff like that i knew Mm -hmm. if we were going to do something and we talked about it i knew that you were going to do it do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you were going to do it right and you were going to commit to it and in all of the madness of the lockdown that was the one thing that was kind of um i knew i knew that this was going to happen and we were going to like that's also because we that's also because you're working with someone that has the same vision as you if you're working with people that actually just don't give a fuck and sitting on their fat hairy holes all day then they're never going to get your vision or what is what is expected it's like anyone like if people aren't invested if there's nothing in it for them why would they care yeah whereas it's like if there's actually if there's someone sharing your vision of your you know that's different Okay. One more little thing is that I sometimes plan so much that I can't enjoy the moment. And that's something I'm really trying to get away from. Like, I feel that that's a toxic trait in myself. Do you know what kind of way? Like when you put so much into something, even if it's just like, you know, going out for the night and you've pre-planned everything. um, Sometimes I, I can literally let that suck the life out of me a bit because I'm thinking about everyone else um so yeah I'm sure people can relate to that in some way yeah just to say sorry if anyone can hear any if anyone can hear any banging in the background carry on banging and I'll send the footage to the council (laughs) (laughs) the builders next door are like literally good okay because the builders next door are literally demolishing the house next door so if you hear some banging it's them okay so yeah, no, can't hear a thing. Uh, it's obviously the soundproofing. Anyway, we did a little reach out to our lovely listeners and we asked two things. One was what are the toxic traits that really annoy you? And one, what are, and two, what are toxic traits that you think you have? Okay, so give us yours first. We'll go through a few of them um, and we'll see, see what, let's see what people said. I want to see, I love these little shout outs because I actually just love seeing how rotten people get <laughs> certain things that we, that we get as well. So yeah, completely. Because everyone, Seven everyone can minutes. relate. And also I feel like there's a bit of sharing that you're like, okay, I'm not the mad one. We're all absolutely mad. Um, okay, <laughs> first one. Um, I don't know if I should name this person because they said, I date men who are in relationships mostly polyamorous and then get upset when they don't date me or prioritize me um this is so interesting because i think with dating we don't, like we, don't we can repeat them. the same 
Yeah. Well, I think with dating, we can repeat the same things over and over again. And then we question why it's, you know, ending up the same way each time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's good that you can acknowledge that. How do you feel about... What is polyamorous? Just to clarify... I honestly don't really know, but I think okay. Hang it on, I'm just going to Google that because I there's do. so many. I just I just want to know, um, just to be sure. Polyamorous. Okay, so polyamorous. To be polyamorous means to have open, intimate, or romantic relationship with more than one person. Okay, so basically, open relationship people. People who are polyamorous okay. can have uh, can have any sexual orientation, and polyamorous relationships can include people of different sex. Okay, that's so basically to be it's to have open, intimate, re- romantic relationships with more than one person at a time. So basically, being a slut. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm only joking. No, it just means you can, you're in like you can be open. So you could have like several partners. Um, you might be in a relationship. You might you're just open. You're just an okay. open person. Nice. Um, um, but but that to me personally would be a red flag. Yeah. Like that's just for me. That's no judgment to anyone else. I'm like you do you, hon. But if well, I knew somebody was was dating me and dating loads of other people, I wouldn't be hanging around. And then I definitely wouldn't be getting upset about it. I'd be like, I would be gone. Like a hot snot. I'd be out of there. Yeah. Well, I think as well. Like we are, we us two are people that don't like even sharing our food. So we just certainly That's don't want to share our man. No tapas. I mean? No tapas for us. Not a no. bit of tapas. I'm not even the girl that you know. When everyone orders a different cocktail, I'm not the girl that wants to have a sip of everyone else's cocktail. Yeah. I just want my own cocktail because I ordered that for me because I know I like it. Um, no, I, I'm also. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not adverse to like being with different people. I'm not saying about that. I'm yeah. just talking about getting involved in situations with people where it's like you know you see John on a Monday, you see Billy on a Tuesday. Da da da. I'm like no, I yeah. I couldn't be involved in that. It's like I'd be one hit wondering. Do you know what I mean? I think so too. I think what we should do with these toxic traits is maybe give a little small piece of advice. Let's let's use that as like our <laughs> Dr. Phil moment. Um, okay, so for this unnamed uh, person, what advice do you have for them? I would say, like, you can't get annoyed about something that you're not happy with. Do you know what I mean? You can't, like, if you're not happy with that or you're not into it, then... And also, I think sometimes people get involved in situations like that because it protects them because you don't actually have to fully commit. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, because you okay, know, that's deep girl. Because you know, ultimately, they're not going to commit to you because they're already all over the place with X, Y, Z, Jack, Billy, and John, mm-hmm. and you don't have to fully commit. So it's a safe place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where actually, if somebody was standing still in front of you, that could be quite terrifying. So that's yeah. All yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And also my <laughs> advice would be try something that might surprise you. Like step outside of what you think and just try something different. Okay. Next one. Let's go with uh, Ashling Flynn. Okay. Oh, Her toxic okay. trait is uh, not answering mobile numbers. I don't recognize before searching them on the web for 10 <laughs> minutes. That's relatable. <laughs> That's relatable. It is relatable. But also if you've ever done that, you'll see you'll get all these weird like like just these codes, like internet code search mm-hmm. results, which is actually just you. But, but I think everybody has this fear of like being caught by someone. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what that fear is, but I think it definitely sounds back from like old days of being caught out with like, you didn't pay your credit, your credit union bill, or you didn't do this. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what are you afraid of? You're going to get caught doing uh-huh, completely. I, I, I don't answer numbers. I don't know. Like, I will just not do it. Um, I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know what's on the other end of that. And maybe it's something mm. that I don't even want to know. Do you know that kind of way? So stay away. It's true. 
And you know what's so funny? It's like when people, um, so some what I do love is that sometimes a number will flash up and it'll say, uh, could be, and it'll give you like, you know, if the, if the number has texted you or WhatsApp you in a different app, it'll say, could be such and such. Could be Alan Murphy or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. who that is. But if it doesn't come up, I let it, I let it ride out. No, I'm, I'm there with Ashling on that one. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm always so thankful when it says because I'm terrible at saving numbers. When it says a suggestion, I'm like, oh thank God. Okay, I know who that is. Okay, yeah. uh, let's do another one. Um, okay, this is they've asked to be anonymous. Um, it is okay. It's a queen that we both know. Um, and okay. they said checking okay, up. <laughs> right, me too. Their toxic trait is checking up every now and again what your exes, and then in brackets, partners and friends also are up to in life. Um, so yeah, basically nosing on your exes, nosing on your ex's friends, and nosing on your ex's current partners. Oh, okay. Do you know what I have to say? I th- I think that is actually quite toxic and quite um I th- I think I think it's more fun when you stumble across something. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get that? You know when you're like well like I wouldn't I wouldn't actually go out of my way to do that, but I feel like if something stumbles you into like a little hole of it, mm-hmm. I quite enjoy that then I have to say. Yeah. You know, like if yeah. you haven't seen something in it, it has to be a long time and you have a good snoop, then you can get like a good, like, and especially if it's kind of going in your favor, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, I okay. Like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If, if someone who was, who was kind of hot in their day and they're, they're, they've had their last summer and you're like, I'm, I'm there for it. You know me, like I have literally, like I take on people's secondhand, um, like I'm a bit of an empath when it comes to people when they've had a bad dating experience. And when it comes to, I saw literally like during the summer, a friend's ex and I texted my friend straight away and I was like, oh my God, he looks awful. He looks terrible. And I was like, uh, we were just having a good chuckle. I think that there's some fun to be had in all of that. If you feel that it's not good for you, then maybe it's time to just fucking block I think them. if it's a thing where you're kind of constantly looking and constantly going back over because it's actually like you left these people in the past for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They belong in the past for a reason. But if Ooh, you find good. yourself that you're... Do you know if you find I'm really giving the dear to Venus today, yeah, aren't I? That's really good. No, that's great advice. But I feel like if you're constantly being pulled back into it, it's just not good. It's not healthy. It is actually quite toxic. However, if something, if you are looking at a photograph on Instagram and someone is tagging, you're like, oh my God, there's a person. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it reignites an, an old memory. And you're like, let's just have a little goo. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Have yeah. a little goo and have a little snoop. Um, but I do love if that's the case when somebody is, what would you say? And that's the petty bitch in me when someone's oh, like, yeah. you know, especially if they wronged you. Do you know what I mean? If you see that they're not looking too sharp and, you know. Mm-hmm, fully. And like, like anyone that's listening it's, is not going to judge you because there's a reason they're listening to this because no. they're petty too. Um, I'm going to stick to the hits. I'm going to do the best six. I've done three. Um, next one is Hoosh said pre-drinking then sculling pints to overcome nerves, anxiety and being a good six pints ahead. Hashtag blackout. Oh, so obviously maybe they have some social anxiety going on. Um, Mm. and when it comes to like going out, they're like a bit like, Oh, right. I need, I need a bit of like Dutch courage. I think Irish people on a whole are probably all guilty of an element of that. Um, plus with the prices of everything right now, we are all doing a bit of pre-drinking. 
Absolutely. And can I just make a suggestion? Uh, uh, I'm going to make a very constructive um, idea here. If you're feeling like you're a little behind in the drinking situation, here's what you do. You get yourself a double slash triple vodka and then you mix it with either Smirnoff Ice or West Coast Cooler. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have one of these, it'll blow the fucking head off you. You'll be up to speed in no time. Okay, so that's one thing. But however, I'm not recommending you drink. That's on you. This is just what I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However, what I will say on the flip side of that is... Uh, we just went away to Malta mm-hmm. and uh, we went out and we were like, I hadn't really slept. I haven't, hadn't really slept properly. I was expecting to be absolutely dead. I drank killer vodkas. Um, we drank vodka all night. We had vodka Red Bulls, da, 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 everything. And I was like, I was drunk at the end of the night, but I was not like, I was meldy. And I was like, oh my God, I feel, I haven't felt this drunk in ages. Yeah. And it was because I didn't do any shots. Yeah. I didn't do any shots. And I was like, actually, I think that's where, where it's at. Because I, I, don't, I love shots and stuff on my show. Yeah, but yeah. I, I enjoy that like long-term drunk more so. I know. Uh, okay. Like, honestly, this is coming to lie. Our toxic trait. Our toxic trait is also shots. Like, I could be having a ball, but then all of a sudden I'm like, I really enjoy a shot. Like, I love a shot. And we have gotten into this, like, habit, like, where we get the round of shots in and then someone else gets around the round of shots in. Well, cut to, like, five shots later. That's a lot of shots to fucking... See, also, I realised over time as well is that, like, I drink really, really slow. Yeah, I'm a really slow drinker. I could sit over drink for ages, and it's like I just I would still be drunk, but it's like that's because I'm actually like down in so many shots, mm-hmm. and shots don't really agree with me physically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just put can we be real? No bin is safe if Tamina is doing a shot because there's a potential that it might come straight back up. Yeah, like I mean, straight away. So it's like, so people are like, "Are you okay?" And everyone's looking to see, "Am I going to get sick in their face?" and most times if I can keep it down <laughs> you're onto a winner so so I've been I've been I'm my systems might be slightly changing in that respect yeah I, I, okay my one bit of advice would be try sculling a few Red Bulls because I swear to God Red Bulls do give you wings if you if you neck them quick enough no no, no. I don't believe that at all. I, I do. just think Red Bull is absolutely pointless I just think it's not doing it. anyone that's getting energy from Red Bulls is actually a bona fide loser I have to say that <laughs> like absolute like if you think oh I'll just have a Red Bull get a fucking grip like actually like no sorry Red Bull is only a, like a mixer and if you're just having a Red Bull for an energy hit you're a fucking idiot that's all okay. I'm going to say fair okay so try heroin <laughs> you can get it on the corner no I'm just kidding Um, (laughs) okay my second last one uh, this is from Maura Dara Um, she didn't ask to be anonymous so I'm going to say it anyway Uh, someone telling me something and I'm just thinking of ways that it relates to me is her toxic trait oh I think that's very popular (laughs) I do too I think that's very popular but I actually cannot stand people who do that okay yeah 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 that's so annoying. Or if you're telling somebody a story and they try and relate, well, that happened to me this way. Or mm-hmm. that one time that happened to me, that drives me nuts. Yeah. I, 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 it depends on the person and how they do it. I do have a friend that does that a lot. And sometimes it's nice to go for dinner because then I can just sit and listen and I don't really have to talk. And sometimes I'm okay with that. But 
I see it in other you people. They get exhausted. They're so exhausted by it. And the people don't have but a clue. Do you know, I find, I find people who do that usually have not much going on. And it's almost like they're trying to make themselves relevant in the conversation. And sometimes it's actually nothing got to do with what they're talking about at all. Mm-hmm. It's just they're trying to find a way to, to become relevant in the, in what we're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that drives me even more mad. Cause when you kind of, when you actually start listening to them and you're like, no, that has actually nothing to do with that. You're like, that person is actually just wasted about five minutes trying to tell their story to try and convince you to that they sound the same. And it's yeah. actually bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm just after having a flashback of me calling someone out about this before. We were at a little after party and I just couldn't take it. I was like, no, no, I am not doing it. And I'm just going to um, tell you who this is through this. Oh, do you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that? And I was yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm not having it. <laughs> like, let this person finish their story and then we'll listen to your story because it's exhausting after a while. Anyway, my last one is from uh, Giddy Boots. Okay, Giddy Boots says, their toxic trait is thinking I'm ready to call, uh, uh, thinking I'm ready to call taxi, but I still need to put socks, shoes, lashes, lipstick and bling on. So basically, I'm guessing they're always late. Do you know what I mean? Always, always late. I'm kind of on that scale within about 15 minutes. 15 minutes is probably my max, but that's about it. Oh my God. One of my toxic traits definitely is another 15 minutes. Are we just another, another, another 10 minutes? (laughs) That's like another half an hour. We're safe for another half an hour. Are you there? (laughs) There? Yeah, yeah, I could hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I was like, like another ten minutes, another five minutes. I'll, I'll just wait another fifteen minutes, and then be like, I call a taxi now. And that's like, I just, I need to be actually thrown out of the house. Oh my god! Yeah, I like, I am consistently late, but I get it as well. We all think that socks, shoes, lashes, lipstick, and bling take two minutes. They don't. They take twenty minutes. So you're not ready. I don't think we have any advice for that because we're both like those girls no. too. Guilty of it. Okay, so I'm going to do some toxic traits that people have sent in that they have seen in other people that they just do not enjoy. There are probably some really funny ones here and probably some, uh, actually there's some, there's some already that I see. I'm not going to name any of these people. I'm just going to call out the, the toxic traits because I think they're all very universal. Uh, let me see. Okay, here's one. This is actually a good one. Mm-hmm. This is every twink thinking that they can be a drag queen and giving actual queens advice. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good because it's so true. And it's like, I feel like Drag Race has got a lot to answer for in that one. So that actually just is what that's about for sure. Uh, that's a good one. Okay. The another one is constantly interrupting. Now, this is a fucking serious, serious toxic trait of mine. I go to a lot of sessions and we'll be sitting and everyone will be talking and somebody that just keeps constantly interrupting. And especially when it's to, to disrupt the conversation or the train of the conversation or to say something that's so outlandish to draw attention and pull focus is mm-hmm. dr- drives me nuts. That's like, I give people like strikes and when they get to the, like the last strike, I flip. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I don't like when people can't finish a story. Like, let them finish a story because they, you, we might be missing the whole point of the story if you keep mm-hmm. interrupting. And I am an Aussie bitch. I need the end of the story. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here's another good one. Uh, committing to a night out even when you know that the person is going to cancel hours beforehand. Drives me mad. If you know someone's going to cancel, there's people out there that are like serial cancelers. And uh, my theory with that is just stop like, like socialising with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pathological liars is another one. Patholo- I hate people that pat- pathologically lie and people that you actually can catch out telling lies. Not mm-hmm. into that at all. Not good. Okay. No. Uh, being patronized. Oh, also that's, that's quite a toxic trait, being patronized. But no one likes kind of being patronized anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a good one. Here is a good one. This is, we're going to love this one. Toxic positivity. Oh, it's yes. the worst. Nobody is that happy all the fucking time. That is true, isn't it? Fully that true. Is so true. And it, it, it makes me miserable. I'm like, get a grip. You are full of shit. It, like, uh, like, acknowledge that the world is not all great. Yes. Here's another one. Uh, a toxic trait is when somebody tells me that they are a nice person. Hey, you ain't a nice person if you have to tell someone that. That is so true. I'm a good person. I'm a nice person. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, let me see. Um, narcissists, oh, who are totally unaware that they're actually narcissistic, rot me. Now, Rots. in our business, in our business, we have come across many narcissists over the time. Some more often than others. Mm-hmm. But... It, it's it's one of those things it's like self-awareness is yeah. I think self-awareness so people are not self-aware it's just like I just I find self like people who lack self-awareness and people who are delusional mm-hmm. are my mm-hmm. two pet peeves like I just can't fucking abide it I agree okay so narcissism for me is like very different than just enjoying telling people a story or interrupting stories it's an addiction almost Mm -hmm. you know what I mean when you're so addicted to you and like talking about you like you don't really have any awareness of how that's coming off to other people and it makes me stop asking people questions because yeah. I'm like can I just say as well though I think with a lot of people who do that I think a lot of people that are very um, me 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 it's almost to, to mask an insecurity that they know that they like it's to cover up the fact that they're actually short for their shortcomings you know that kind of way yeah and it's like the more you kind of big yourself up and talk yourself like self praise is no praise really it's not so I always just think that that's it's just masking the fact that you know your own shortcomings I always feel like with that especially just the the people we've met over the years I think that's one of the ultimate toxic traits to be honest like absolutely well it's really toxic because it actually spills over into your relationships with people and it's how people treat you and how you know it's because nothing's really authentic because it's all about you 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 all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know yeah Uh, let me see I'll do two more okay um oh this no that's not really one let me see uh Oh yeah, okay. Saying they're sorry when it's veiled. I'm sorry, but you got offended. I'm sorry you got offended, but. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I've say, I'm a little bit guilty of that, I have to say. I'm a little bit guilty of that. So that's from Rachel. Rachel sent that in. Rachel, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm not going to have to take that because actually if you got offended over something, that's on you, Rachel. It's not on yeah. me. Yeah, 
Yeah, Rachel, we're sorry that that's how you yeah, feel. We're sorry about that's that. how you feel, Rachel, but we don't feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Let me see. Oh, yes. And here we go. Our last one I'm going to wrap up on selfishness, ego, non empathic, and jealousy. That's quite a lot, but I think that kind of says it all. That's kind of narcissistic. I mean, that sounds like a Tinder bio for a lot of people on the scene. So there you go. (laughs) It certainly does. Well, listen, that's all our toxic traits. We had loads to get through. I hope you enjoy them. I did enjoy them. And there's something, there's something really, I don't know, something satisfying about bonding through negativity. I just love (laughs) (laughs) it. That's also called friendship. And that's why we've based 20 years of a friendship on it. So uh, there you go. Um, Listen, we'll be back after this little jingle with our Rodders of the Week. So it is time for everyone's favourite time of the week. It's time for... Right, Davina, it's time to get into our rotters. Uh, I've just been away Ooh. for two weeks, so my rotter list is actually quite extended. In fact, I've probably enough rotters to get me through until Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. Shall I kick off with my first one? Yes, please. Okay, my first runner is I went to see some drag in New York and one of the shows that I went to, this almost ruined my whole fucking experience of watching the show. So they were standing with their back to the drag queen and talking to everyone while the queen was performing. Now, the way these venues are in New York, they're all very small. So everyone's like really on top of each other, up the top. So it was distracting me the whole time that the queen was like, killing it i mean absolutely killing it and this person who was maybe three people away from them had their back to the queen the whole time why Mm. are you taking up space that is right up the front of the stage if you're not going to watch the show why are you trying to pull focus why are you distracting other people in the crowd by talking to them this you know why you know why because they're desperate attention seeking sluts jealous (laughs) absolutely so i was so close to letting my inner fucking like rot out and telling this person to move out of the way but i was like no 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 don't do it. Just like ignore it. And also they didn't tip. And in America, you need to tip your queens. I watched. I was waiting. I was like, do they tip? But when the queen got really close to them, I noticed they were like lip syncing up to them and like, you know, like trying to act all fun. And again, trying to pull focus again. So that is my first rotter of the week. If you're at a show, pay attention to the show. Mm, absolutely. Uh, well, I got to say, one of my first rotters is people who are busking on the street mm-hmm. and people who try and get involved in the busking. Okay. So people who people who see a busker singing a song, having a great time, getting applause, and then people who want to sing a song with the busker or okay. people who want to have a go with the guitar or people who want to, to want to be involved or Again, kind of people want to pull focus and be like, oh, can you play this? Do you know this song? Can you do this song? Yeah. Like, no, the busker is there trying to make a living in the street, trying to do his own thing. And you're there just walking along playing really mediocre guitar, thinking you're great, thinking you're the next, you know, Mick Jagger or whatever you think you are. It's like, you're just not. Like, it's actually scarification for you. And I'm actually mortified. So people who are like trying to hijack buskers, I'm not into it. 
Yeah, we've had basically the same experience over the last week. Clearly, people yeah. who just cannot let other people have a moment. Absolutely rotten. Um, okay, next. But you know when it comes to people that are actually like, like want to get the guitar and actually like be like, take the buskers, like as if like the busker can stand to the side and the person will, will show how they play the guitar. Do you know what I mean? I'm not talking mm-hmm. about someone just kind of like ignoring the busker. I'm talking about people that actually want to skin the busker alive and wear the busker's clothes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like, back off, bitch. Like no one wants to hear you play, you know, Obladi Oblada on a guitar. Obladi so, <laughs> Oblada. Oh my God, life goes on. Song. <laughs> um, okay, my next rotter is really random, but it's when you're walking by a building and something drips on you, and you're not oh. sure what it is. So, I mean, it's it's very general rotter. The rotter is the liquid, but like mm. you know, when you're walking by, and especially I was in New York, and New York ain't the cleanest and Mm. I was like walking along and I thought my hair was looking lovely and then boom a big load of liquid lands on your head and your face and you're like you feel fucking gross I don't know why it is you always think it's maybe bird shit that the birds are out to get you but I don't think the birds are trying to shit on you from the uh, uh, like skyscrapers in New York (laughs) so you never know (laughs) unknown liquids landing on you is my second rudder of the week I'm okay with that one. <laughs> uh, my second one is actually just really bad. Um, I forgot because I haven't traveled in so long. I forgot how much I hated some um, cabin crew. <laughs> it was like actually just some of them are actually just like spawn of Satan. They're just so bad. And the ones that we had, we, so I'm not going to say who we flew with, but we flew with Lufthansa. And, <laughs> and some of those um some of those like some of those gals should have been sent out to pasture many moons ago like they just they just had not got any and i don't know maybe it's just that they were german or they just hadn't got people skills whatsoever um so there was several issues like along the whole trip mm-hmm. and all they all basically revolved around them not giving a fuck about okay. what was going on yeah. and like also kind of not really taking charge of the situation just kind of like oh yeah whatever like me and Sophia Hart were actually fit to kill this one woman on our trip back um and just that is just unnecessary like you're there to do a job just like and I know it's not an easy it's not it's not an easy job dealing with everyone but but try and control the situation mm-hmm. like it just there's so many of them are just so bad and they're do you know what it is maybe they're so frustrated some of them are gumming for fights yeah. like one of them nearly had a fight with Chantel over a mask and mm-hmm. just like ridiculous do you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah why did so you have to wear a mask cabin crew yeah uh, yeah on the plane um, on the plane to and from yeah Oh my God. I yeah. thought those days were done. Like that is like, no. ugh, I, I don't need the return of masks. I mean, each their own, wear a mask if you want to wear a mask, but like, ugh, especially if you're hungover girl, Jesus Christ. Um, to be honest, I actually, kind of, I actually forgot it was on for after a while. Like it didn't, it didn't actually really bother me, but just the whole thing just seemed like chaotic. Do you know the kind of, and I, I realized why I hate traveling and mm-hmm. it's because of all that chaos. It's actually just, no one's actually controlling it. Like yeah. if I was a fucking cabin crew, I'd be like fucking Gestapo. I'd be like, bitch, I'd be fucking nailing down people. I'd be fucking salutating people to their seats. I'd be, we'd be having a safe flight. We'd be having a quick, pain-free, quiet flight. And I'd be walking down with that trolley, not one person bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what would be going on. Instead, there was fucking chaos on that flight. People not getting served. Like all kinds of fucking craziness going on. 
you'd be like, so, listen, yeah. do you want a drink or not? What yeah. is this? I'd be like, one more word out of you when I'm opening the door. That's what I would say. I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up, uh, threatening someone's kit to open the door of an airplane. Um, <laughs> we will be back in two weeks for another new episode. Coming up, we're going to do like a call-in show where we're going to... Um, have a, a little opportunity that you can talk about a topic. Uh, we have some ideas, but also when we were talking about open relationships today, you know, I was like, is that not the most perfect little topic to have a call in about? Well, let's see. We'll come back to it in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed uh, our toxic traits today. That was quite fun also. Absolutely. And until next time, stay, stay petty. petty. Mwah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.